Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome, welcome back. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> How are you, Sam? I am <laughs> doing just fine. How are you, Andrew? Doing all right. Doing fine, fine, yeah. dandy life. My name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. And this is our podcast. Yes. Welcome Where back. we talk about a movie. And today... We are talking about hereditary. This very creepy family. Every family, every family tree hides a secret. Yeah, I suppose. (laughs) It's not soft. What did you think? I loved it. I thought it was great. Thought it was very spooky. Very, very scary and spooky. Uh huh. Loved it. Yeah, it was a really nice paranormal film. Uh-huh. And there were a lot of activities happening. <laughs> uh, but the real question. The real question, apparently. What did I, you think? I have not told Andrew any of my thoughts about he, the movie. Well, he's told me one of his thoughts. He thinks. Yeah, I did. I didn't. On the, the sca- spooky scale. On the spooky. On the scare scale. The spooky scare scale of 1 to 10. Andrew currently has it at an eight. I think it's an eight. An eight. Yeah. I who I don't watch scary movies at all. Like I very much did not want to go see this movie because it looked very scary. It's like a three point five. So, 10. it's not that scary. As a film, as a cinematic achievement, as a as a movie that I watched today with my my dear friend and his sister. Is one of my favorite movies of the year. Alright. This is very anticlimactic, like well, I said. <laughs> he thought I didn't like it, and I don't really know why. So I'm curious as to why you thought I didn't like it. I just thought, you know, what's... Spoiler free. So, Spoiler if you haven't seen the movie, first. listen to our thoughts. Yeah. Um. <laughs> are, are we spoilers now? No, we are spoiler free. Spoiler free right still. Now. So what... So deeper into your thoughts of why it's your, one of your favorite movies of the year. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what did the you like? writing was so good. It was very good. I was like, god damn. This writing is so good. Um, the whole time. I also thought like the way the movie sort of like set up stuff that you did not think was like a thing and then towards the end it was like oh remember this like weird one line that this person said that's super important now and it's like that kind of stuff i really like because i had to like i had to pay attention yeah i had yeah and and as the audience knows i like being an active like an active audience member and the movie very much made me an active audience member of like thinking of like oh that person said like towards the end it was like oh, that person said this thing, which connects to this thing, which connects to that, and that's why this is happening. And, like, my brain was just, like, filling in all the dots. All, like, I was connecting the dots yes. uh, towards the end of the movie, and I was like, I am about this. And I didn't think it was that scary, so I wasn't, like... Like, it didn't take me out of it because I don't like scary movies. Uh-huh. It was sort of just, like, a good time. Yeah. And I was like, this is great. What, what about you? Um... Basically everything you said, uh, the writing, the direction. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, talk about a movie. We talk about it all the time. If you're a long time listener, yeah, yeah, uh, walks that great line 
of telling everything that you need to know and also treating you with dignity, with assuming that you have intelligence. Yeah. It walks that perfect line yeah. of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the shots, it was beautifully shot. Oh, wow, yeah. Beautifully acted. Yes. Um, again, it's one of those movies where it excels on every level. 100%. Where, yeah. And really? Compared to, like, what you thought, like, American Animals and Solo, like, the past couple exactly. movies, you've been, like... It's fine, it's fine, but every movie should be fine. It's like now we're get we get to see a movie that like is just killing it, like yes. in every category, really. And as much as it scares me, and this is why I was talking about with Solo and American Animals, yeah. as much as it scares me, this is not The Exorcist. This is not The Shining. No. Hopefully, years to come, it will be remembered, but it's not going to be the you know of this decade. It's probably going to be Get Out. That's yeah. that remembered. Yeah. revered film this won't be this will be a very good reminder of just horror films but also excels it's more than just fine like I had a good time it makes you think it makes you in parts laugh it makes you in, part, in parts cry yeah. it's a very well t- a told story yeah that's yeah, a well told story yeah. well told story yeah, yeah it really it really is like in sort of like in the past 21 weeks of us uh-huh. doing this podcast, this movie sort of, like, checks all our boxes. Like, exactly. like, this is a thing I like in movies. This is another thing I like in movies. This is a thing I like in movies. It, Hereditary is just like, I got it. Like, yep. I got you. Like, here we go. And I was, like, 100% down for it. I have, like, very small issues. That's my thing. I also have issues. Yeah, but overall, like, absolutely incredible. Please go see this movie. A24. God damn. Killed it. <laughs> like getting better too. Yeah, like, that's the other that's thing. the other that's the other thing with with A twenty four is like they're just going up and up and up and keep killing it with these yeah. movies. It's ridiculous. Please cast me. <laughs> I need a job. So <laughs> uh spoiler free, there are or yeah, spoiler free, we're now over. Yeah. Spoilers there are legit ahead. spoilers. Yeah, spoilers um, ahead. And honestly, don't Go in knowing anything. Yeah. Knowing nothing. Zero percent. Like, avoid the trailer if you can. If you haven't... If you have seen the trailer, honestly, it doesn't really spoil a whole lot unless you, like, analyze it. Yeah. So just, if you've seen it and you're like, that looks cool, go see it. Highly recommend it. But if you haven't seen it, don't watch it. Don't watch it. Just go see the As someone who has watched the trailer, you... um, Yeah. You would even say it's a little, like, go in knowing nothing because... Just it's know one it's of those a spooky it's, movie. Yeah, it's one of those movies that like is so much better when you don't know anything. Like, uh, what was the last movie? The movie that I always use as an example is The Invitation. Yeah. Even though like a lot of people, it's not like a fantastic, amazing movie. Going into that movie not knowing anything is really fun. Yeah. It just makes it so much fun. So yeah. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. Huh. Huh. This movie was really scary. Yeah, you've been spooked. Really, like, like it it's been really... a, it's been like a, an hour and a half or uh, two hours since we like got out of this movie, and Andrew's like still like spooked. Yes, and what I love about it is that it's not scary for the first hour. Yeah, it's hour really not. Like, there's like one thing, and then you're like, all right, yeah, because it's only... like the bird, right? It's the bird. Also, the part where he's smoking the bong. 
it's the perspective from the treehouse. You could see there's someone smoking. Off oh screen. yeah, there's something happening outside. Exactly. Yeah, you're like, Bleh. I didn't. Re- I was like, that's weird. Unless, but I didn't really think of it. Yeah, I didn't think. Of it. I didn't think that part was scary. Oh, I thought because I was like, oh, that's showing that someone's watching him. Yeah, no, for sure. I was like, oh, that's weird. But also at the same time, there was that whole thing with like the wife sort of like sneaking off to go to the thing. So I was like, oh, maybe she's just like outside and like saw. Like her son in the window, I was like, "Oh," and then he goes back, and then he goes, "Yeah." Uh, so let's talk about. I get to say it after a long time. Yeah, after a while. Let's talk about the real star. Yeah, let's do it. What's his name? Writer, director, writer, director. Ari Aster. Ari Aster. Remember that name. Write it down. Write that name down. Because it's going to be something. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, this is the first thing you've ever seen him. Yeah, I have not seen his short film. I'm going to watch it after we record this podcast. It's wild. Something strange about the Johnsons. Listen to our entire podcast, then watch it. It's wild. He's done more than that. I've seen another one. Let me pull up his IMDb page. (laughs) I think he's done, like, a few... There's something strange about the Johnsons. Uh, Munchausen? Yeah, I haven't seen that. Then a, a bunch of other shorts? Yeah. Yeah, he's like written and directed a bunch of shorts. So, this is his first feature film. Yeah. And between Jordan Pilled, John Krasinski, and Ari Aster, they're killing it. Horror he's, movies are like oh, also, uh, in a thing. Yeah, horror movies, even though I didn't like it that much. Uh, What's her name? Lady Bird. Greta Gerwig. Yeah, they're killing it. Yeah, all People, these new directors. Yeah. yeah. It's good to see that we have a new crop. Of yeah, I think that's just sort of a sign of where we are, like... As a society. As a society, like, we are at this place where, even in other industries, like, sort of the old guard is dying out, and it's like, okay, we need to get, like, let's put our money into new people, because, like, as much as, like, Steven Spielberg is still making two movies a year. Yeah. It's like, he's getting old. Yeah. We gotta get more people, like, to to build up uh, that same sort of a yeah. name. Sorskensi drops, like, a masterpiece every, like, two years. Yeah, so it's like, he's, you gotta he's do way out. other stuff, right? Yeah. And I think, like, we are at such a good time for that. And this year really has just been killing it. This past, yeah. like, two years or so. And just... Like, new directors getting, like, bigger stuff, like... Taika going from, oh, I'm going to do all these indie movies in New Zealand to, I'm going to direct Thor Ragnarok, yeah. and Ryan Coogler, like, doing the same thing. Like, all these, like, new, interesting directors are doing really big stuff, and it's, like... It's great. Super and exciting. With Ari Aster, it's something that a lot of movies, again, with, uh, I won't name names, but, uh, that they just lack a style. Yeah. They lack almost a soul. This is bursting with soul. It's yeah. bursting at the scene. It feels like it's like the director is like what some of my acting no, my, some of my film teachers back in uh-huh. uh, college would always say like theater is an actor's medium TV is a writer's medium and filmmaking is a director's medium and this 110% is like Ari Aster being like here is my thing yes would you like to experience this story that I have yeah. to tell you and I'm like yes thank you Ari thank if- you it feels like he knows what he wants from the moment he typed it or wrote it out. Yeah. I feel like this guy writes it. 
Well, he has a <laughs> He big... looks like he would. Yeah. He Google looks like face. he would. He is a nice-looking guy. He's a nice-looking guy. He, no, he's like a nice-looking guy. Like, he's a, he's a he's cute a boy. Yeah, he's a cutie boy. <laughs> uh, but no, I feel like he writes with, like, a quill. <laughs> uh, he does not look like he would write with a quill, but it does look like he has a notebook with, like, a <laughs> like pencil, like, sketches of, like, shots. He has long hair, right? He has no. that, like, right gauze. No, he like... has very short hair. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what I'm talking You could do it right now. The little... The little... This thing? Uh, yeah. Another it's... visual bit on our audio format. <laughs> I love it. Anything else you want to say about Ari? Um... He wrote it, too. <laughs> and, honestly, the writing is one of, is probably my favorite thing in this movie. But something that... Is, yeah, the writing... Because I know what probably you loved about it. It felt real. Even mm-hmm. in this fantastical yeah. setting, it feels It felt very real, real yeah. 100%. Um, and also, so, what scares me is goofy <laughs> things. Is when something, like, take for example, paranormal activity. A lot of the scares are taken seriously. It's people reacting like how people would. Yeah. Which I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. It's something like this, where you see a woman hanging and she's cutting her neck, and she makes this really goofy look. That's what scares me. <laughs> With all of Alex Wolf, which we'll talk about the cast. Alex Wolf, when he's uh, slams his head on the desk and he screams, and he, again he's screaming like a person would after they slam their yeah. head on the desk, but he looks ridiculous. That's what gets me. And with all the lines still feeling real and still feeling like it's me and you talking, yeah, it's it it's that's really a good sign of someone who's been writing, who's been practicing, who's heard his lines over and over again, and like, yeah, no, which you can tell again, good on the work, yeah, Mister Astor. I I don't I don't get the goofiness that you're saying. Like I didn't think any of it was like goofy. I kind of was just like, this is the world that we live in, and like, and even the faces they were making, I was like, that's not really a goofy face. Really? Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. But you and your sister were laughing so much, and I could not stand it. I hate it when people the talk in is, movies. The- I hate it when people are doing stuff. Like the one, like when you're just like, oh, that person's from this thing. That, that I'm okay with. Like, because a couple times I've been like. I've been like, like we've been seeing a movie, and I'm like have this confused look on my face, uh-huh. and then you lean over and you like whisper like, "Oh, they're in this thing," yes. and I'm like, "That's where I know that person from." I actually, do that a lot. Don't yeah, I? You, which I is look fine. Over at you and you're like, I'm like, what? Like, they're from this thing, and I'm like, okay, cool, <laughs> and that's fine. But we weren't like, ah! <laughs> no. But you were still laughing a lot. You were, it was snickering. It was. It was more than snickering. It was more than snickering. That was it. I just want that audio. I just want that's that. your new ringtone. That's my new ringtone. It's just no, you it's going your text tone. <laughs> no, it's gonna scare you at night. Because <laughs> you're yeah. Just... Now I'm gonna wake up. So I can't let's, do it. Let's go. Let's get into this chaos. Yeah. Um, Ar- uh, overall, Ari Aster. Ari Aster. Good God job. God damn. Can't wait to see what you do next. Yeah. So, who do you want to talk about? Others. Uh, let's talk about uh, Mrs. Uh, wife, um, United States of Terra. That's why I know her from. <laughs> uh, Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Yeah. 
She's great. She was really, really very she good. Was amazing. Yeah, there was one scene that I didn't like her performance, but what other was than the that, scene? the scene where she's talking to the, she's convincing the husband to throw the book in the fire. When she just, I know the, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, she just like, she was, she was saying the same like lines, in the same way like over and over and over again, and I was like, clearly it's not working change your tactic. Like, as an actor, you change... Like, if you say a line and then they don't have a reaction and you say the same line again or, like, a variation on that line, you change, like, a, your tactic behind it. But it was just, like, pleading for, like, a two minutes. Not two minutes. But, like... Yeah, it was yeah. pleading for, like, a page of dialogue. And I was yeah. like, can you just change it a little bit so it doesn't have that same, like... Just please, just please, just please trust me. Just please, please, just just throw the book in the fire. Just please, you have to do it. Please, just do it. Just please, just please. For a page of dialogue, I was like, just do something a little bit different, and I'm fine with it. I I feel like I know that. And that is such a small <laughs> nitpick in a very good performance and a very good movie. So you know how much I like this exactly, fucking yeah. performance. Um, and to defend that uh, that nitpick, yeah. Quick thing, have you seen that video? Where it, it came out a long time, like ten years ago. Where like, oh, I'm gonna pick a little nick, a little nitpick, and they were talking about like screenwriting. It was a video on YouTube, <laughs> no, like, ten years ago. They're funny. like, oh, a little, a little nitpick. A little nit. Anyway, <laughs> um, I feel like that scene you're supposed to, because what I love in the direction and in the writing, the movie is very much like this is. In their this shoes. Pers- this yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like changing perspectives like the whole time. I- and in that scene, you were supposed to be him. The- yes, exactly yeah. him. Which is just the same thing. Like, I love you. You're great. But you're cuckoo banana pants. <laughs> no, we need you need help. Yeah, and but I just feel like, like that's the reason why. That yeah, happened. and I totally get that. I just wanted it to just be just literally if it was like half a page of pleading and half a pa- page of begging. Like, just slightly different. Same thing. Just a little different, like, of an energy behind it. And I would have been like, this is fine. This is perfect. And that's such a small thing for yeah. me to be like, I have an that's issue with that. That's your only problem. <laughs> yeah, like, other than that, I was like... Was, are you serious? <laughs> other than that, that performance was amazing. Yeah, it was... And for that one, like, one minute of the movie, I was like, I don't really like this. And then it was, like, back to being great. Yeah. I mean, she's not in it for very long after that, but... Very true. Still. Um, <laughs> I love scene. I love characters where they're breaking down. Yeah. And that's just a great... And slowly. Exactly. Because you can see them just physically and emotionally deteriorating. And it's just so, like, yeah. heartbreaking. It's also like, come on. Like, when she was begging her, like, listen, my son, uh, the woman, the... Yeah. What did you tell me in the theater? You were like, that's the Oh, librarian. she's the librarian from American Animals, the movie that we watched oh. last week. Yeah. Yeah. She was, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she was. Uh, when the uh, the other woman from the support group is yeah, like, I yes, I Joan? talked to my... Joe. Yeah, it was Joan. Joan. Yeah, it was yeah. Joe. Uh, when she was like, I talked to my son, please, can you come with me? It's like, don't go, but yeah. you also are like, I know why you would go. Yeah, and it, that I scene just, was... So and good. again, writing was great, but it also takes an actor to levit uh, to lift it up. Yeah, one hundred percent. The casting, whoever did the casting for this movie, oh my god, exactly. What a 
great job. Because if you had one wrong actor in there, because that's my thing, it would not work. It and would not work. I don't. I know since you've known me, you've been watching more film, and yeah. I know you've always been into media plays and all that. Yeah, yeah. But now that I've get, gotten older, I understand how important. <laughs> Now that That's really funny because his birthday was a week ago. Yeah, it was a week ago. Wasn't <laughs> and he's it? like, now that I'm the ripe old age of 22, <laughs> exactly. I just know all these things. <laughs> but getting older, I see how important casting is. Yeah, how integral. Like, yeah, yeah. Not everybody could have played this role. Yeah, it took a specific actor, with a specific set of skills, and yeah, just looking at the poster, all four of them, they were all so incredible. Good. I think like all the main five people, those four and then and then Joan, like, were all so perfectly cast. I was like, You're killing it, this is great, love it, keep doing it. Yes, and every single one was great. The father, which do you have his name? Uh yeah, it's Gabriel Byrne. What is he? Byrne? He's done a bunch of stuff. I recognize him from a bunch of things. I was like, I know him, but I feel like you're a bit part of everything. The usual suspects. Oh is the I thing know that exactly hundred percent. Uh, I, know I know him from. Um, like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Usual suspects. Is I was like, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was also great. Again, a, so it takes... It's the straight man. It's why in comedies, people always are like, yeah, that funny guy, the funny guy, the funny guy. The straight man really holds it. Straight and this man. movie, he is really... You can just like, come on. Just we all just calm down? Yeah. Like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so great. And he, Again, there's something about face acting. I call it face acting because I love it. Face acting. Just face acting. Where, <laughs> where? Because sometimes people overdo face acting. Some people are like, yeah. But something where he's just like, it's just he, there. He just it's tired. just there. He's ti- it's almost like Hugh Jackman and Logan. He's just tired. Yeah. You just see it in his eyes. He's yeah. just tired. I think that that's like, that's such an impressive thing for it actors. Is, like yes. when it's just like. It seems like they really just like popped a camera like in a room where something was happening, and these people did their thing because yeah. it was just like real. And ah, oh, god, so good. And uh, the little girl, uh, Charlie. Yeah, Millie, I love that name for a girl. Millie something. Millie uh, Matilda. Yeah, Millie Shapiro. She played Matilda yeah. on Broadway, which is fucking cool. My friend saw it, so she and if he would have seen. Not right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she was great. Also, not in the movie for as long as I thought she was yeah, going to be. She dies. She told you there was real spoilers. Like straight up dies. At first I was like, oh, is this a ghost movie? Is it like her haunting? But no, it's... Kinda. Ki- yeah, kinda. Um, <laughs> but, what? Just, I'm sorry, now I'm just thinking back on the movie. Uh-huh. This movie kind of, like, I really want to see it again. Yeah, 100%. Just, uh, I'm going to see it again this week, probably. Wow. Because when the girl, when they're walking into the party, is she chopping up peanuts? Uh, yeah, they're chopping up something. Uh, it, it looks like it could have been peanuts. It looked like walnuts, but I was like... It was something. Yeah. They were chopping up some kind of nut yeah. that I didn't even really register. I was like, oh, they're chopping up something. And I but wonder- yeah, there was that shot. Yeah! Whoa. But it's kind of like, I wonder what they were... We're gonna get back to your actor, uh, the actor. Yeah. But it's kind of like, was it kind of like fate, fate that uh, she was gonna die that night? If it was her choking, if it was her hitting her head, I don't think it? so. Because like, was it planned? 
That's what I'm trying to. Think. I don't think so. Like the rest of it seemed like it was sort of this like accidental. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Wait, what? Let's go!" Yeah, like it seemed like <laughs> spoilers for the movie, yeah. obviously at this point, because she's not Charlie ever in this movie. She's the demon king, the king of hell. Yes, but she was born into Charlie. That's why she said, "Grandma wanted me to be a boy." Yeah, because still at that point, she is the the demon king. She's yes, always well, the demon king. But they're one and the same. They're that's how I looked at it. Was that Charlie and the demon king were one and the same? Well, Charlie, like the demon king, like she didn't get pregnant and then give birth to the demon king. Uh huh. It was yeah, like exactly had it was the baby, Charlie, and then it was a b- girl, and then yeah. they were like, "Well, shit, we gotta do something." <laughs> Made it the demon king. Uh huh. And then. There's all the, like, nut allergies and all this stuff, and blah, blah, and it was like, this sucks. And then, yeah, so so they they clearly had some sort of an idea of, like, we have yeah. plans to figure this out and get the Demon King out of here. But it, yeah. it doesn't seem like that was part of the plan. What was her son's name? Jo- what was Joe? Peter. No, no, no. Oh, Lou. Lou? Lou? Louie? Okay. Or grandson? Lou. Lucifer. <laughs> oh, Louie. Oh, wow. Oh, see? A little putty. A little pudge right there. That's good. Mr. Aster. <laughs> I was like, Lou. Yeah, Louie. <laughs> I literally just got chills. Oh, this movie's so good. <laughs> it's very good. Um, um, but yeah, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's part of the plan. I think it's just like, just they have a happen. plan, and then that happens, and they're like, okay, we can't do the thing now. Because that makes, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it's like, like this takes place over months. Yes. Like, a long time. Because between the first meeting, the, the, um, support group that she goes to, when she runs into Joan again, she's like, oh, I remember you from a few months ago when you were here about your mother. And she's like, oh, my daughter just died. And she's like, oh, Interesting. <laughs> I Interesting. I really want to see the actress's performance because I feel like it's on her face and she's like, oh, but then inside her mind she was like, huh? Yeah? Hell? Oh, yes, there it is. <laughs> oh, there it yeah. is. Um, anyway, back to the actress. Back Matilda. to the, the <laughs> um, weird. Anyway, welcome back. Welcome back. She uh, was Millie Shapiro. really, really good. So good. So she, good. And it's weird to think just like, 10, 15 years ago, it was like children actors. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, they're so bad. They're just like, my mom was a producer on this film. Yeah. And now just children actors are killing Some of them it. are like really ki- killing the game right With now. With Logan and Florida Project and Room and it's... Quiet Place. Quiet pl- Exactly, Quiet Place. Uh, this. It, it's incredible. It's like... It's like a little good to know, like... We have some like, good people coming exactly. up in the world. Yeah. It's yeah. good to know that. Um, and for me, the standout star. Oh, oh, yes. 100%. Alex, Alex Wolf. Wolf. Now. God damn. Is he a part... Is he a, a Naked Brothers band? Was he a part of that? What? Do you remember this? The Nickelodeon show, the Naked Brothers band. Oh, maybe. Let me see. Yes. He 100%... Is Do you know the, the show? No. I remember seeing ads for it, and I went, that looks dumb. 
I was my type of dumb. I'm sure it was. Oh, did. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was. He was in uh, the Naked the Brothers, Brothers Band. Band. Wow, what it's a just, pull! What exactly a pull for you to be like. That's my thing. That's the. That's where I know I'm from. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, how IMDb my brain is. Yeah. Um, that's funny. He was uh, in, in Thoroughbreds. And was he in Thoroughbreds? Yeah, he's just like an extra in Thoroughbreds. Oh, okay. I was like, there's. He's credited. Five he's uncredited as party friend. Oh. I, yeah. I bet I know what part he's in. I haven't seen it yet. It's in Redbox if you got the, the Blu rays. <laughs> if you want to spend two ninety nine, Or one ninety nine for a DVD. That I can do. Um, and then return it that day. Oh, Lord. Um, I don't know how Redbox works. Really? Oh, I'll explain to you. I was, li- I was about really? to explain it to you. <laughs> anyway, welcome back. Alex Wolf. So good. Really God damn. was like, I'm going to flex. I'm going to flex here. He looked too old. When I first saw him, I was like, how old is he supposed to be? He looks like 25. He's like a senior in high school. <laughs> I bought as an eighteen-year-old. Eventually, I did, but like for a while, I was like, "He looks a bit old." Like, I, especially with like the kind of stubble yeah, that was going on, I was like, "There's a little closer." You don't, yeah. You don't look like you're in high school. Um, I bought it as much as I bought like Tobey Maguire in high school. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, you're just Rachel like, McAdams. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Just like yeah, whatever. Yeah, I get it. I get. <laughs> I get I'm it. not gonna sit if the movie was bad. Yeah, I'd sit here and be like. What about this? But the <laughs> the movie's this good. It's so it's like, good, and he kills it. And also, again, it's important to get what actor you want yeah. to get this. Totally. And again, and I guess a lot of the goofy stuff that I'm talking about is from him. Like when he's his getting, crying was a little goofy. Exactly, but it feels real. It still felt very real. Just the sound he was making, I was like, that doesn't sound like a real. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like a fake cry. But it works. But it was in a the real situation. cry. Yeah, and I was like, "This is strange." I like it. I like. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. I, I can't like wait. What's going on? I can't wait for something strange about the Johnsons. Um, <laughs> and but yeah, that scene, that part is so. The part where I'm talking about is the first time they tried to resurrect Charlie with the glass. Oh yeah. Him. That part for me is really what he was like. That's his Oscar clip. Yeah. Of him just like. All right, cool. We'll try it. I just, I, I, I what? Sure. Because you can tell he's like, as, as many issues I have with my mother, I want to help her. I yeah. want to. That, I think the, um, the argument, the dream argument thing. Yes. Also, I was like, God damn, Alex. God damn. Yes. God damn. And so al- good. And also with the again the goofy part where. It cuts back to him and he's soaking. I'm like, is he sweating? Oh no! I as soon as he as soon as it cut back, I was like, why is he wet? Oh no! I thought he was sweating. I was no, like, I thought I immediately my brain was like, oh shit, and, oh god, yeah. And then it cuts to her and it's like she's also just wet and I was like, oh no, <sighs> yeah, so good. And that uh, part and he's he's like, why don't you love me? Ah. Again, that perfect line of it was it was really. Again, seeing this, he's gonna have work. Oh, because yeah. like paper towels, you're like, yeah, you're cute, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. you're an extra thoroughbreds, you're fine. Yeah, this, yeah. it's like, wow, we will. Wow, we we will. Here we yeah. go. It it 
again, and also just his eyes. He so good. He was able to take the leap with uh, Ari Aster of like, I could mess this up, but in your hands, let me. And he just completely allowed him. He surrendered himself to this script. Yeah, and I think this part is like just really fit him too. Like exactly, it, it really like. There are some roles where it's like. It just works with a certain like a certain actor just says the lines and you're just like it, yeah it just feels right like yeah. it just feels like you should be saying these words like um, uh, I mean my classic Marty McFly Michael no that's a very very yeah Michael good. J Fox just like it was that movie literally is is was made for him then they made it without him and went this no, is not we working need. we need Michael J Fox and they did it yeah and it works yeah. Even the actor, do you remember who the actor was? Uh, he's fairly famous. Yeah, he's from... Oh, Lord. I literally just had the name in my head. What is wrong with me? I want to say Emilio. Eric Stoltz from Mass. Yes, Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Even he was like, yeah. Yeah, he, he's totally fine with it. Like, he's like been in interviews. Uh, people have been like, do you regret leaving Back to the Future after it's become such a huge success? No. And he's like... It would not have been a success if I had been in that movie. So yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, he's like Michael J. Fox did it. I went off. I did my thing. I'm totally happy. Like that. I because he would he really liked the script. Yeah, and so he was like the fact that that movie and that script like was made and is very good makes me happy. And I'm like, solid. Good job, Eric. Like, good job. <laughs> good job, my man. Fucking killing it. Um, but yeah, going back to Alex Wolf. Yeah, he again it felt it. Was a perfect match. It was yeah. a match. Well, I want. I'm going to look up who did the casting. You can keep talking. Oh, really? You You're yeah. going to name drop them? Yeah. On the podcast. That's yeah. an honor, Sam. <laughs> uh, this entire cast. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's not just great. It's a beautiful thing that they all did. Um, something that I'll bring up real quickly. Uh, I was watching some bonus features on the Last Jedi. And if you've heard, there's a lot of controversy about The Last Jedi. Just a bit. Yeah. And even Mark Hamill said, uh, I fundamentally disagree with what you did with my character. But, Ryan Johnson, I will surrender myself to this script. And I didn't really get what he meant by that, but thinking about it some more, mm-hmm. I'm like, I get it. You can tell when an actor surrenders themselves to a script and they just allow themselves to let this character flow through them. And, again, with Alex Wolf, with all these actors, but Alex Wolf in particular, you can see that. Mm-hmm. And, again, it's beautiful. It's great. Yeah. Uh, the name of the casting director is Jessica Kelly. Uh, she has cast a lot of really good stuff. Um, the, <laughs> she, cast, uh, she cast the Wolverine, which is not the best one. Uh, but I just thought it was I funny. mean, it's pretty good. There's not it's a good cast casting. that I... She cast Jackie. Oh. Which is another very okay. good one. She Have cast... you seen Jackie? No. Oh, okay. Heard nothing but good things. Yeah. She cast John Wick, Chapter 2. She cast Patty Cakes, which I've heard is pretty good. Yeah. She cast John Wick, the first one. Yeah, a bunch of, like, TV shows. The Wolverine. Which I just think is kind of funny. I mean, it has a good cast. It does have a very good cast. It's just like, like, on it's like known for, uh, precious apparently. Precious. The Maze Runner, Jackie, the Wolverine. Who are you, the Wolverine? <laughs> Ooh, 
And then so, Hereditary. And goddamn, Jessica Kelly. Good job. Killing it. So Very good. Something I just would that we could talk about. Yeah. What do you think this movie's about? Because <laughs> overall... There's, a, like, a lot. I was sort of thinking of that same thing, because, as I said last week, I'm, I want to think about mo- what movies make me feel and, like, what yeah. they're trying to make me feel and, yes. and what they're trying to say. Um, and it's a really hard question with this movie. I think there... I mean, obviously, it's a lot about family. Yeah. And about what they leave behind and, like, what you give to them I mean it's in the name hereditary yeah um like I I, so I think there is a lot of that family stuff and and what are the like I I don't know I I hear stories I don't no one in my family has passed away Uh so I haven't had that experience of like someone like dies and then we like learn all these things about them of like oh they like traveled across the country like when they were 24 for no reason like all these like weird things come out that they just kind of never brought up i've never had that and that seems to be like a huge part of this movie of just like yeah your mom passes away and she had this very secretive life and you sort of like learn about it and learn about it and learn about it and it turns out to be this horrible thing yeah this horrendous thing this awful demon king that you are summoning into the world that like kills your entire family but like it's such an exaggeration of that. It's it's. I think it's also this like. It's about like. Mental health and like, and how that is passed down. Like there is there are patterns. Yeah. Like I come from a family that like has a genetic serotonin deficiency, so it's like a thing that like, my mom's parents passed on to my mom. My mom passed on to me, and I will eventually pass on to my kids. Like yeah. stuff like that, where it's just like it's just a thing that is just in your blood. Um, it's hereditary. <laughs> Whoa! Roll um, credits. So yeah, I think that's that's my very long winded answer. What do you think this movie is about, Andrew? <laughs> what thing? Because I also I always think with movies like this particular, it's like what do you put on the back of the DVD? Yeah. What do you put? And it's um, I don't know. Yeah, you kind of hit the with this movie. I feel like it's kind of about, like you said, mental health, and also just if it's mental health or if it's peanut allergies, what we leave on and what yeah. we, what is bestowed to us yeah. by our family, that we all have these family secrets that we all have. Like, for example, on my dad's side, yeah. uh, me and my brother, we have this, like, dip in our head, and my father has it, my grandfather has it, it's just like a thing. It's just a dip. I didn't and even know. Yeah. It's very uh, odd. It's great for headphones. <laughs> I hope it got the click. I think it did. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, and it's just something... I think it's kind of the... Have you seen Big Fish? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, you uh, you did the musical? My school did the musical after yeah. I graduated. So but yeah. I saw the musical as well. But the movie And you see the movie. It's kind of yeah. like that, but instead of stories, it's physical things. Physical things. Yeah. Sometimes it's a nice, beautiful story. Sometimes it's something horrible. It's something a demon that you're living inside you. Yeah, that your mother was trying to spawn a king of hell <laughs> into the world. <laughs> into the world. Because that's a thing. 
And I think, you know, I I appreciate when films do that, where it's like, yeah, we're telling this story, but we're going to tell it in a horror sense or yeah. a sci-fi sense. Oh, I love it. Western or this yeah, or that. Yeah, I love, I love when a, any sort of story, like, takes a concept and, like, makes it this really cool metaphor that then the entire story is, like, about. Yes. Um, a great example that I've talked about many times is The Wonder Years. And he talks oh, yes. about... Uh, <laughs> The devil in my bloodstream uh-huh. talks like the this devil that like his grandfather had and he has and it's like all this stuff and it's the depression that like runs in his family but it's uh-huh. still just like he takes this metaphor of of every time he is talking about his depression he talks about this devil that is there yeah the devil on his shoulder the devil on his front porch like the devil in his bloodstream like all this stuff that's yeah just this really perfect great metaphor for how the how he experiences this thing. The, I think the, that's a good way of doing it, doing things. I think yeah. I think if if you're making a, uh, if you want to write about something like that, why not make it a metaphor? Yeah, like why not do something? Because telling it out front is just yeah, it's just almost telling boring. It. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just like sitting down and being like, I'm going to tell you this thing, the ye story of my life. Yeah, and it's like sometimes those are really cool. Sometimes that works. Yeah, but. With it, when it's something like, what do you leave your fa- what do you, what do you pass on to your children, uh-huh. and what do you get from your parents? You can, I mean, yeah, take that and run with it into this metaphor about summoning a king of hell. Yeah, why not? Why not do something cool yeah. like that? Like that's so great. The devil. I, that's same with uh, Get Out. Yes, yeah, same very thing. Much so. Yeah, uh, the devil by Bloodstream. I, when he said, I was like, oh, alcoholism, because that's what popped in my head because bloodstream and blood it's a very alcohol. good metaphor it's a very it's a very good song anyway uh, <laughs> but yeah also one thing to talk about the cinematography oh. the entire movie also particularly the last 10 minutes is shot like a nightmare and I've never seen a movie have this surrealness but yeah. yet groundedness yeah where it's like I've had nightmare nightmares and dreams that look like this. Yeah, it's crazy. From the moment he wakes up at the end in his bed, yeah. the rest of that movie is just like... And then when he's in the attic and he's like slapping himself, he's like, just wake up, just wake up. Yeah. I'm like, please wake up. Like, please let this be a nightmare. This is awful. Yeah. And then it's like, nope, this is real. This is how the world is. We summoned this demon king. And, like, god damn. It's a good movie and it's really scary. It's a very good movie. <laughs> it's not that scary, but it's very, very good. Um, and yeah. Also, again, talking about Alex Wolf, uh, that scene where he switches. Do you remember his character's name? Peter. Peter. When he switches from Peter to Charlie, yeah. At the end, it's so convincing because he's scared and then he's just, and it's so good. I just wanted to bring that up. It's yeah. Great. No, that's great. So, yeah. I just kind of want to talk about horror films. This is one of two. This is like the... We counted them once. The Village. Yeah. It. Saw. It. Hereditary. That's it. Yep. Uh, what was the other one? I saw your finger go out. What was well, the... we we were joking about A Quiet Place. Oh, yeah. It's not a horror movie. It was marketed as one, but it's not. That's, yeah. And also just that, like... Yeah, I don't like scary movies. But that's my thing. After seeing this, which could you would you quantify as a horror film? Yes. 
Because again, I always say horror movies are so big. Same. Silence of the Lambs yeah. and Saw oh, get could out. be on the same. Yeah, Get Out. Also on there. Would be on the same shelf, and it's weird. At yeah. Blockbuster, R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, I guess The Invitation. Well, that again, that's more of a thriller. Yeah, I more would of call a, thriller, it a thriller. Yeah. Honestly, I would call Get Out a thriller as well. Yeah, I would too. But like, it's it would be classified as it's still. It, yeah, again, that uh, that Blockbuster. That's a great. Andrew Thomas coming in with the not with the wisdom. <laughs> we were having this conversation and he was like I was like, Well I don't I don't know. I feel like horror is a pretty defined genre and he was like, Yeah, but like The Shining and Silence of the Lambs are like next to each other at Blockbuster and I'm like, Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, Andrew. And then next to that would be Hereditary and and Get Out and like all these things. And it's like these all encompass and truth one thing. Truth and Dare and Ouija and Annabelle. Yeah. It's like where comedy and is the like, purge probably yeah exactly like, exactly where like even comedy which is pretty subjective the hangover airplane uh monty python and the holy grail exactly they're all kind of it's like yeah comedy exactly it's all like, comedy yeah different jump types. street is over there jackass again it's, yeah it's all comedy. all comedy yes different types different things different yeah but horror is such this vast this weird genre where I just want to talk about after seeing this, and yeah. I know you're not the biggest fan of horror. I'm movies. not at all. Like what's now? What's your thoughts on horror movies? Would you, knowing that horror is such a vast thing, and knowing your particular what scares you? I think like, I mean, I was I was talking about this before we even saw the movie. Like, I'm sort of at a point in my life where I'm like, I kind of want to just start doing new stuff, <laughs> experiencing new things. Um... And, like, I haven't watched horror movies. Like, I just have sort of avoided them. Yeah. So, after seeing this and, like, seeing Get Out and... Quiet Place. Quiet Place and It and um, Saw and stuff like that. Like, I'm more open to it. Like, I'm more, like... Yeah, I should watch, like, The Shining and I should watch Silence of the Lambs. I should watch Halloween. I should watch, like, all these movies that, like, are, are sort of staples in culture. Yeah. I feel like I should have them in my brain, whereas I currently don't. Yeah. I have, like, the references, like... Yeah, you know the... Like, I know the the things. You know the red and green sweater. Yeah. Like, I know know the references. When I see, like, the Scary Terry episode of Rick and Morty, I'm like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. I just haven't seen the... I have not seen Johnny Depp in, uh... Oh yeah, in he a is crop it. Top. I have not seen this necessarily. You said Johnny Depp. I was like, yeah, Johnny, Johnny Depp in a crop top. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. What are you talking? He about? is in that movie though. He is in it. Um, so like, I get like what you're doing. Yeah. Even if I haven't seen them. Yeah. But like again, I think so. I'm more than willing to watch other of these classics. Of these classics, but again, with what are horror movies that are coming out? <laughs> I don't know. Other than Halloween, I don't anymore. But like, even like the stupid stuff, like the I know you don't want to see stupid movies anyway. Yeah. But if they're like the truth drama, or dares or the exactly. But I just think the horror first is just, purge. Now that looks kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Megalodon or Meg for sure. That doesn't look like a horror movie. In the sense of Jaws is a horror movie. Yeah. Again, Jaws is considered a horror movie. Yeah, I haven't like, seen Jaws. Haven't seen Jaws. My boy, we need to watch it. Yeah, um, I know. And I just think, yeah, it's such a weird genre, 
horror. I just kind of want to talk about that. Yeah, no, for sure. What uh, what have what have been like your experiences with, with horror? Horror, yeah. Because you you have gone to see like every horror movie that I yeah that has could, been out that I could ever mention. Like you have probably seen. Because as a kid, I will never forget. I remember flipping through the channels and I saw Chucky. I was like four. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, it's a doll. Awesome. You know, I like toys. It messed me yeah, up. That's a mistake. <laughs> it's the reason why I am today. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> the person I am today. Um, and ever since then, I was like, horror movies, no. Oh, yeah. But then I was like 12, and I, I want to say we were talking about earlier The Strangers, and that's why I started really getting... Getting into films. We were talking about it. Not we were talking about it. Yeah, we, as in me and Sam, not that I'm excluding you. Yeah, don't exclude the audience. In your car, in the subway. Audience. Doing your homework. It's summer vacation. Why are you doing homework? I love you, audience. Uh, (laughs) uh, It wasn't The Strangers. It was the. uh, It was. I just thought about it. Funny Games. It's Funny Games. I saw the trailer. I was like, this is interesting. This is. Cool and and I watched it. I was like, "This was cool. This was really, really good." And I kind of got how horror horror kind of became a big staple in cinema mm-hmm. because if we were saying with this movie, it's a great way to use metaphors to u- yeah. talk about bigger things, to talk about you know, uh, it's not a horror movie, but The Crucible. How in The Crucible? Yeah. Uh, it's talking about uh, the com- communist exactly uh, hunt in uh, Hollywood. Hoover, Hoover, yes. Yeah. Uh, was it Hoover? It was it Hoover? We, I think it was Jager, Hoover. Jager Hoover, yes. Yeah. The whole Trumbo uh, thing, exactly. Yeah. And I think horror lends itself so much more than a comedy, a drama. I think that's a very sacred thing in film. Okay. So I feel like there's a lot of, even in the bad 70s, and I've talked about this with you, uh, in 70 films, there's a whole bunch of that, and a lot of bad, cheesy horror movies. That's what the whole um, Scary Movie franchise is based Exactly. On. I think... Which horror, I also have not seen. Yeah, you're fine. The first one, then you're fine. Okay. Uh, but I just think it's such, more than any other genre, maybe even Western, like, horror Western... It's so it's such an important staple in film. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I just I don't I think it's interesting. Other than drama. No, for sure. I I one hundred percent agree with you. And and sort of what came to mind when you were talking about this sci-fi for me. Yes. Has exactly. always been. I mean, mainly in books and and <laughs> stuff like that, where I think that's where sci-fi has that mark yeah. of like this is where we can talk about like uh-huh. these crazy things and metaf- and make these amazing metaphors for like how the world is right now and yeah. be like let's take a look at this. Some of those do get translated into movies we get uh, do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep becoming Blade Runner we get The Running Man and The Running Man like all the stuff that like are reflections of of the writer's thoughts on the world uh-huh. um, being like that so yeah I, th- I, I it, like I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I get through the lens of sci-fi. Yeah, in my head, because that was sort of my. That's your eyes through. Yeah, it. that was my sort of nerdy little world. And to answer your question, I did, with my relationship to horror, it's just really evolved and very. I I, don't, I have this weird love hate thing with horror movies because okay. again, 
there's with what hereditary we get Annabelle, we get Truth or Dare, we get yeah. this, that, ba 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 ba, and then we get the Babadook, and then just a bunch of other. Yeah, yeah. But when they get it right, and even if it's not necessarily scary, when it because horror just affects you to a physical level. Oh yeah. You see or hear something, but it makes you jump. Yeah. No other genre really does that, and I don't. I think it's a magical thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, there's something I, I do want to. Two quick things. Okay. Maybe one quick thing. I don't know how we'll my brain is working. <laughs> um, uh, just going back to a moment in Hereditary that I wanted to bring up. I have not experienced a more like visceral audience reaction to something happening in a movie um, when her, when uh, Charlie's head got hit uh-huh. uh, out of the car. I have not experienced that thing since the light, se- light speed shot in Last Jedi. Yeah. Those are the two moments that like are like an audience like that reaction was so powerful oh. that I was like, oh fuck. That was also the moment that I was like, I think I really like this movie. Yeah. Was that moment and I had that reaction and everyone around us had the same reaction. I was like and we all were tense. Yeah. For the rest of that scene. And that's a long scene of him getting home and like walking up to his oh. bed and like lying down and like I was like the whole audience was just like, "What? Like, it, what's what? What's going on? What? What's going to happen? What are we going to do?" Yeah. And I was like, "This that that moment is stuck in my brain now." And my sister was even saying, uh, "She was like, that's one of her favorite moments where it's just Alex Wolfie's like that shot of the." Oh. He just says, "Are you?" They just keep starts crying. Yeah. Oh God. It's again and. And also, like, for me, the last time I know two different theaters yeah, experience, yeah. it's when... Spoiler alert for The Avengers, if you haven't seen it. It's been a month. Yeah, uh, it's been a while. Go see when The everybody Avengers. everybody dies. <laughs> yeah. And that was just that hearing the audience go like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I had, oh, that, I had that same sort of reaction. But, again, it wasn't like... The reason those moments stick out is I was having the same reaction as the other, like, 200 yes. people around me. Yeah. Whereas in Infinity War... I was having a different, a different reaction, reaction, which I talked about in our podcast. Go listen. Um, Self-promotion. <laughs> Self-promotion. <laughs> um, so that part, uh, or just uh, in the Hereditary, sorry, yeah. I was going to say Avengers, no, but I was like, like, don't say Avengers. <laughs> in Hereditary, it, in horror movies, it's like that for a lot of scenes. It's not like in... Star Wars and Avengers where it's like woo something cool yeah let's clap yeah it's something where everyone is like <gasps> and it's I don't I think there's something very beautiful about that especially yeah. something that in a world with Netflix Amazon and streaming yeah where it's important to have a theater experience to oh yeah sit with a room of 200 strangers and, and all feel the same thing exactly, at the exact for, second for us uh, Split second. Yeah. You all feel... Which is, I mean, really why I love live theater as much as I do. Because it's like, I'm having the same emotion as the person on stage is having, as the person, like, five rows in front of me and the person at the back of the house. We're all experiencing this same thing at the same time. Yeah. That's fucking cool. It's life, man. It's (laughs) life. Uh, But, yeah. Yeah. And I was talking about that theater experience with my mom. Uh uh, she, I told you, um, my mom finally watched Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Because uh-huh. it's on Netflix in Canada, uh, and she really liked it. 
and she said, I wish I had seen it on a big screen. And I was like, yeah, but it's still an incredible movie. Yes. But I was like, yeah, I get that that feeling. Yeah. It was like, I can't remember what movie I watched. Oh, it was, it was, it was a Marvel movie. It was a few years ago. Was it Age of Ultron? It might have been Age of Ultron, that I that I didn't see it when it was in theaters, and then it was like it popped up on Netflix, and I was like, oh, I haven't seen this. And I watched it, and I was like, wish I'd seen that in theaters. Yeah. Even though I didn't love the movie, I was It's still like, a theater, yeah. Yeah, I was still just like, that would have been cool to see with a bunch of people. Like, being the film nerd that I am, for me, it's psycho. Being, imagine yeah. being in that time, in that, and seeing the shower scene. Yeah. Feeling that it's amazing, and yeah, go to your movies. Yeah, go, go see to movies. movies. <laughs> go see movies. Go see live theater. Go see exactly. art. Experience. Yeah, exp- I think experience like, something outside of your room. Yeah, and I think try and like. I mean, I'm I'm sort of at this point myself. Go experience something new. Yeah. If you don't go see like live theater a whole lot, check out a local play. Yeah. If you don't go to the movies a whole lot, check out a movie that seems cool. If you I'm, don't go to a concert, go to a yeah, concert. Yeah, go to a random concert. If you're into, like, whatever, like, country music, go to a punk show. Like, just go. Just experience something different. If you're into rap, go to a classical uh, music. Yeah. yeah just do concert. something that's a little bit different than what you normally do. And it'll probably be a dope-as-hell experience. Because that's what I experienced today. <laughs> And the moral of the story, <laughs> the moral of this episode of Welcome Back is go do stuff. My name is Sam Bannigan. And I'm Andrew Thomas. You can find me at but Sam wait. Bannigan. Final oh. thought. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Oh, man. That, that was, was such a good... But no, I know. you ruined it. You can cut it. But final, final thoughts, thought. go see the movie. Now, now I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> final thoughts. Uh, please go see this movie. It's very, very good. It's definitely one of my favorite movies of the year. I want this to be like an hereditary surprises everyone at the box office to for H24's credit, yeah. for Ari Aster, for all the actors. I also, re- like, I hope it gets like a writing nom or something because holy shit. Yeah, it's it won't it not even out of quality, out of just it's too early. Yeah. It's sad. Very oh, few man. movies do. Just like people are like Black Panther for the Oscars. I'm like, it won't. I won't lie. I thought it would be last dope. year, <laughs> but it won't. Yeah, um, I hope it does. Yeah, and it's just like a random like original screenplay, Hereditary. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, even if sure. it doesn't win, if it just gets a nom for that, I think that exactly. would be amazing. I don't think it will. Probably just because of how the movies work, but you know. But yeah, a man can dream. What are your final thoughts? Um, again, one of the one of the best films I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it will probably wind up in my favorites, but disregarding that, one of the best, like cinematically achievements. Yeah, it's one of the best films I've seen, not just this year, but in a long time. Yeah, in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, if if you just like good cinema. Because I know I haven't seen the trailer. We're probably going to watch it after this. Yeah, yeah. But uh, a lot of people are like, this looks really scary. It's not that scary. I thought it was that scary. But. Yeah, like, it doesn't It doesn't really have a lot of jump scares. I mean, at this point, spoilers have happened. Yeah, exactly. So you could, yeah. So it you should know. It really, yeah, you should know. But in case you listened to this and learned about the Demon King yeah. before seeing it, I'm very sorry. Yeah, that... But also, like, if your friend is like, oh, I don't know, it's too scary. Yeah, just if be you've like, seen it's, it and your friend wants to, is kind of interested, 
take them to see it. It's worth it. It's one hundred percent worth it. Sit at the back of the theater, like <laughs> be prepared to leave if they're like, I'm out, I can't do it. Yeah. But just tell them that's not there's not a lot of jump scares. It's more like tension. And also if you're invested, once the scary stuff happens, you're like twenty minutes you're <laughs> twenty more minutes then you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really. Like it's not it gets scary at the end. Yeah. And it's before that it's just like tension and creepy and but not boring. Don't get that confused. Yeah, it's, it's not boring, and by any sense of the word. Yes. Uh, so yeah, the moral of the story: go do something new and fun. That's the moral of the podcast. My name is Sam Bannigan, and I'm Andrew Thomas. You can find me at Sam Bannigan on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. Uh, you can find me in uh, New York City. <laughs> I also live in the Bronx. This is my favorite bit. So now. This is my new favorite bit. You can find me at those places. I won't disclose <laughs> find, my work, but yeah, find Andrew at your local New York City. Yeah, honestly, find me at a movie theater. There's a good chance I might be there. Probably, probably. Uh, um, you can also find the podcast at uh, Welcome Back Pod on Facebook and Twitter, and Instagram, and SoundCloud, and yeah, wherever we are. Uh, drop us a review on yes, iTunes or Google Play it. or whatever. Comment, do whatever. Uh, we I, de- I definitely want to hear people's thoughts on Hereditary um, so yeah check us out on all the things recommend us to a friend and that's uh, that's the moral of the podcast <laughs>